Hey everybody, welcome back. Here we are again. So I don't know if you've been following along with any of my other coaching videos and some of them that I have listed as a video and some I've just put it as a podcast and some I've done both. But I'm trying to keep these in some sort of a, um, an order that builds on each other. So the last video I was talking about um, being intentional about your life and how to take inspired action versus just mindless, meaningless action. So we discussed how some people are action takers and doers, 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 and um, just knocking to-do lists out all the time, picking up their house, picking up the kids, picking up the little dry cleaning and doing this and doing that. And they're just natural action takers. But natural action and staying busy, busy work, isn't the same <laughs> as inspired action. Inspired action is meant to get you somewhere. Inspired action is meant towards working towards a goal. It's mindful choosing how you are spending your time mindfully. So it's not just work, work, work for the sake of staying busy and to just keep things on the level. It, it is intentional work. So you and I can be doing the same thing, but you might be doing it just because you like a to-do list and to knock things off a list because you're a busy, busy, busy person. And I might be doing it as a means to an end. Okay. It might be getting me towards something. So if I'm doing busy work, I'm usually not a busy body, busy work type of person. So I would be doing it so that I could change myself into an achiever, into somebody who is achieving small goals towards a larger goal. Okay, so you and I could be doing the same thing, but we could be doing it in a different spirit. You see what I'm saying? So I, I would be doing it to make fundamental changes in my life where you might be just doing busy, or vice versa. You and I could be doing the same thing and I could be just mindlessly busy work, but you could be doing it with some very specific intentionality. So now we talked about that, but then we also talked about how to connect with ourselves to get to the point where we take inspired action. How do we become inspired in the first place? And we discussed taking action about finding things that make you feel happy. Um, things that spark joy, as Marie Kondo would say, the great organizer that is kind of come on the scene these last few years where she really feels that everything is energy and everything around you, your space that you live in, the um, anything, your desk, anything that is you, the clothes that you keep in your closet, anything around you must have an energy positive net result or else it shouldn't be there. So if it sparks joy, then you should keep it. But if it doesn't spark joy or if it has some bad energy attached to it, then you need to cut it loose. It either needs to get you somewhere or you just need to cut it loose, right? So sparking joy in everything around you is, is a start. So that's how you begin to connect with your inspiration. How do you feel excited? So when you walk into your room, you should feel excited. So like when I redid my room here, the room that I'm in, I really did it in a way that sparked joy. I did it with intentionality. I didn't just throw a bunch of things 
you know, here and there. I didn't just choose the colors that I wanted, um, just willy-nilly. I needed to be able to walk into this place and feel <sighs> like a respite. It was a recess. It was a place that I wanted to be. You know how like you walk into a specific room of your house that you really put a lot of effort into kind of creating or decorating and you walk in and you feel like, I love this place. This just feels so good. It feels right. Okay, well, that's sparking joy. And that's where the inspiration happens. That's when you can begin to feel inspired about things about your life. And then from that, you build upon it. And then we talked about journaling. So now once you're in that um, intentional space where you are intentionally creating an, an environment that you want to live in or you're intentionally um, seeking things that make you happy or make you feel inspired, well then now it's time to really start to pay attention to your thoughts or what's going on up here. Okay, so really begin to process those emotions and begin to process, well, what is it that I want to do? Or how is it that I want to feel? We talked about feelings, right? We wanted to talk about if you can't think of any goals or any things that you want to do that seem realistic to you, then talk about how you want to feel. And then we can reverse engineer from there. So how do you want to feel today? I want to, or in general, and I, we talked about this, I want to feel validated. I want to feel happy. I want to feel expansive. I want to feel free. I, I want to feel seen. I want to feel visible and inspired. So these were all some of the feelings that I was working on because I couldn't quite hone in on a goal at that time when I was just starting this new journey in my life. Um, I, so I, I could identify how I wanted to feel. And from there, I can reverse engineer. And Well, what are some things that would make me feel that way? Okay, so what would make me feel valid? And what would make me feel free? And what would make me feel inspired? And then from there is where I work out from there to know how I get there. So that is one very easy way to slide into that inspired action life and slide into that flow state, that state where you just feel like, mm, this is so exciting. What great thing is going to happen today? I am so excited that positivity, that positive mindset, because positive mindset is infectious. When you are around positive people in that energetic flow that they have going on, there is just something about them just like draws you in. When they are excited, you get excited. So change the energy in any room that you go in and pick up on people and kind of surround yourself with people who have that positive energy. I think I told a couple, I told a story like a couple podcasts ago about I had a friend who I went on vacation with and she just really left such a mark on me because everything was positive energy. Everything she set out to do just had this, um, Oh, we got this. This is going to be great. Even though it was like some crazy adventure that was a lot of unknowns. We like, we went to um, the Dominican Republic and we were like driving these golf 
carts through this jungle. And I, there was just a lot of uncertainty there. And I was at that time, not my changed self. I was nervous Nelly. Everything was always like, Oh God, well, what if this happened? And what if that happened? And I'm always bringing the negative energy, not negative as in I'm negative Nelly, but negative as in I'm a worry word. So what could go wrong? Instead of what could go right, it's what could go wrong. And so, you know, I would be all nervous about that. And she's like, Oh God, this is so funny. And just her assurance that everything was going to be great made me relax and made me actually believe that it was going to be great. Even though I had a thousand different reservations about what could go wrong, she helped me feel like everything could go right and will go right simply because she brought that energy. She sparked joy. She brought that positive energy. And so when you have the, all the things that could go wrong, a lot of times they do. If you don't let other people impact you in a positive way, they will go wrong. So on the front end of that vacation, I was so worried that my passport was not going to go through. I was going to have some issue with customs or my passport or um, my boarding pass for my for the plane ride there. I was just so flustered and so worried about that. I don't know why. Probably because I usually travel with my family and my husband, and he usually takes care of that. He just kind of checks us all in on the boarding passes and gets that all organized. He's just kind of that kind of person, you know, when it's been great that he, he does that. Um, and he took that burden off me. But then when I was left to my own devices, I thought of a thousand reasons that could go wrong. And guess what? Yep. It all went wrong. My boarding pass didn't go through. Um, when I was leaving the airport from Dominican Republic to come back, nope, didn't come out. On the way there, um, guess who got caught at customs? Yeah, me. Of course it was me, of course, because I was the only one who was worried about it. Our entire traveling group, no one was worried about it, but guess who was worried about it and guess who got hung up at, at customs? Yeah, true story. It's as if I brought it to me. So I use that example all the time because it's a perfect example of how the positive energy brings positive outcomes and that excitement brings exciting outcomes, but the negativity and the worry and the what could go wrong will always bring things that go wrong all the time. But that's just a perfect recent example. And if you look back on your own life, I guarantee you, you'll find an example like that. So anyway, those are just how you can connect with that positivity and understand why it matters and what sparks joy. So now that you've connected with it, I showed you like my planner, my happy planner that sparked joy with me. That one um, like garland thing with the bright colors that sparked joy with me. I had to start with the little things and then I got my, my journal, which was my happy planner thing. And I started to write things and how I wanted to feel. So those were my first steps and that really started to build on each other. Now, now that I was gaining some clarity on what made me happy and what I wanted, um, I started to understand that it was important to set goals, to set goals, big ones and small ones, because the small ones could then lead to the big ones. Because as you, many of you know, success breeds success. So when you're successful in some things, you'll, you have every reason to believe that you'll be successful on the next level thing. It just builds up confidence in success. <laughs> so you have, you are confident that success is meant for you and you are meant for success. So 
So we will talk about how to set goals and I'll just kind of make it brief, but it's, it's a, I have a visual. So in podcast form, you're not going to be able to see my visual, but when you see the YouTube version of this, you'll see it. So the visual is I'm sure many and most of you have heard of SMART goals, SMART being an acronym. So here is what SMART goals stand for. So let's see, you probably can't see this because it's probably going to be backwards, but it's specific, S for specific, measurable, right here, achievable, relevant, and time sensitive. Okay, so that's SMART goals. So you want to start chunking out your goals in this formula, SMART goal formula. Now, for example, I always have these personal examples and I don't mean to constantly be bringing up personal anecdotes, but for me, it helps me understand a concept when people can plug in an actual story that goes with it. So here's, the, here's a story or here's a, a SMART goal that I, one of my first ones that I set. So when I began journaling and how I wanted to feel, I wanted to feel, you know, all of these things. One of the things I wanted to feel was um, fit and I wanted to feel uh, athletic again because I hadn't felt athletic for a while. It's been a long time since I felt athletic. I was busy watching my kids be athletic and I stopped being athletic. Now, I've never been like a huge athlete, so let's just level set this. I'm not, uh, but I did always do dance and things like that. But something that I always secretly wanted to do, always, but never did it, I don't know why, was to run a 5K race, okay? So that was something that was on my, um, my journal. I, that was one of the things that came out when I finally started to throw out things that I, I wanted to feel fit. So one of the ways that I decided after thinking about it that I could feel fit was to run a race. And then I put all the reasons why I didn't and why I hadn't. And one of the reasons was because like I, I was inspired to do it because I would see these people on my Facebook page, people I went to school with, or just people that I knew that would run these races and it would make me feel so like envious. Um, not envious as in I'm mad that they did it, but mad at myself that why have I not done that? Why would I not do that? It's something that I want to do to prove to myself that I can. It was just as simple as that. But for some reason, I hid and I didn't do it. I had all the reasons in the world why it wouldn't work. Well, I'm not built like a runner, which is true. I'm not. But um, I'm not a runner type. I don't even like to run. I couldn't run because I just, it, you know, I don't have enough time. Of course, you know, the old, I don't have enough time. Okay. So all of these things. Now, so finally I decided I'm freaking doing it. So talk about taking inspired action. Once I locked in that running a 5K race would be a perfect goal to set for myself. Once I did that, it was like doors started opening up right and left me. And that was all the green lights like, go, go, go. You need to do this. And so I was finding, all, you know, you know how you get those ads in your Instagram somehow they like read your brain waves, you know how, I don't know how frick that, <laughs> that works, that the very thing you're thinking about somehow shows up as an ad in your Instagram feed. I don't know how it's possible, but it always does. So there was a race, like a local race that was near me that sounded perfect. So I was like, you know what, without even thinking, it was months ahead of time, it was probably like three months 
out maybe four months. Good. Guess who signed up? Yep, I did. Because now, once I put it down, it felt real. Remember how we talked about when you journal, when you put something out in the physical plane and you it manifests itself in the physical plane, somehow there's a tie-in to it. Somehow you feel like it has some ownership over you and now you feel like responsible for that goal, like you have to meet it. So running a 5K race was a specific, perfect example of a SMART goal. Why? Because let's talk about the SMART goal acronym again. It was specific. So specific was, I wanted to run a race and now I'm running a race. I don't know why my screen keeps changing colors on me like this. I don't know why it keeps doing that. But um, let's get closer. So we've got specific. So it's specific. I, you know, we know it's a 5k race. It's measurable. 5k. So I'm going to, you know, know that I'm going to have to run 3.2 miles. I know this so I can measure this out and I can work up towards it. Um, it's achievable. Yes, absolutely. I can do that. Why would I not be able to run this 5k race? I don't know why this lighting is so weird. Sorry about that. Achievable. It's relevant, totally relevant to my personal development. Why? Because I needed to feel like I had empowerment in that area. So uh, this was very relevant to my goal setting process. And then time sensitive. Perfect. Of course it was time sensitive. There was a day that the race was set for and that was the day that I need to be prepared to meet. So it was just that, you know, just that. So it was a perfect SMART goal. So find goals for yourself that fit this, this whole scheme, this um, SMART goal scheme where it seems realistic to you. It's, it's a specific goal. Um, you, you put a date, an end date, like this needs to happen by this. So like if you want to get organized and you feel like, creating space in your closet or whatever because it sparks joy it makes space for more new abundance to come in and get rid of all of the negative old energy that's in there whatever say by this weekend i will finish organizing my closet so that's very specific it's measurable in that it's going to be you know a couple days away so now you've got a measured amount of time and i'm doing it because that is the goal so i can check this off the list i'm not going to disappoint myself because once you put yourself as a priority you don't want to disappoint yourself because you are now a priority to yourself genius right because a lot of times we're not a priority and then it's achievable easily achievable you can carve out time every night during the evening to work towards that goal or even during the day if you have flexibility. And then it's relevant because it's part of your personal development. You are trying to personally develop good habits towards organization and intentional living. And then it's very time specific because you said, by the end of this weekend, I'm finishing. So find all kinds of small goals to fit in, to plug in to this formula and see how they build on each other because that was just the beginning, okay? So like that, that 5K race thing was just the beginning and I set all kinds of more goals that even built onto that goal because it felt so good to achieve it. And by the way, I did run that race and it felt so good. I literally cried crossing the finish line because it had been years and years in the making of me 
wanting to secretly doing that, but not believing that I could. And what a day that was. I, like I said, I, I literally did cry when I passed. I was really emotional once I crossed over that finish line because I was just so proud that I broke the curse. I broke that, um, that can't do attitude. I broke free of it. Instead, I became the can-do person. I finally graduated into the can-do person. It's going to be great. We got this, just like my friend on that trip. And so it felt amazing. I mean, I could cry just, just talking about it because it, it meant so much to me. And from that success, many more successes have come because of that, because I succeeded there. And, and courage is a muscle. And it needs to be worked. So it takes some courage to go outside of your box and outside of your norms. But courage is a muscle. So I would encourage you absolutely to start setting these goals for you. Once you find out what, how you want to feel and what you want to do, start setting these goals. And it's almost like magic happens. I promise you. I promise you. I, I don't know what, any other way to say it, but it's almost like magic will, will start to unfold in your life on a daily basis. You stay intentional. You stay inspired. You won't believe the outcome. So thank you for joining me. And uh, we'll talk about the next time that we meet together. Let's talk about strategies on how to go forward with any issue that you come up against that really is troubling your mind and really kind of bogging down your life. Got a few things up my sleeve for that as well. And a couple like plans and things that you can follow to be able to guide yourself through here on out to the rest of your life. So enjoy every day. Every day has magic. So look for the magic and we'll see you the next time. Bye-bye.